Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Kate. Thank you so much for spending another moment of your week with me. And once again, I cannot release a show on Friday. I don't know what my problem is. Well, in fact, I do know my problem is that I haven't known what day it was since Sunday. And that's only because House of the Dragon was on and Caitlin reminded me. Otherwise, this whole week was an absolute mystery. I had to look at my watch 87,000 times to make sure I was writing the right day. And that, in fact, it was Tuesday or Thursday. And today is Friday. And like, I know everyone has weeks like that, but like this particular week, as I mentioned last episode, was wild. We sold our house and we bought another one, which is like very exciting. And thank you for those who have wished us well on this journey. It's so cliche. I fucking hate the word journey has been so weaponized, honestly, like sure. Life is a journey. Fine. But like, why do we have to, why do we have to make everything a journey? You know, like my, your journey of, I don't know, like what do people have, like, what do people do? Like your journey on getting your driver's license, your your weight loss journey, your law school journey, your mental health, like everything's like, sure, everything's a journey. And like, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey, but like, (laughs) we should use a different word. I think I, I just, when everything's a journey, like is anything special is what I'm saying. So thank you all for wishing us well on this new, I would prefer adventure. So like on this new adventure, um, I have yet to be emotional about it, which is a surprise actually, because I'm the same person who cried about lunch meat, um, a few months ago, but, um, my husband grew up here and he's been here for 25 years. So I think he's going to have a worse time because again, and I've said this before, I've moved a lot. I've lived a lot of places, even since I've lived in Florida, I've lived in one, two, I've lived in three different cities, five different places. So like, I'm not immune to this type of change. And I moved around a lot as a kid and my husband did too until he was a teenager, but I, th- I think it's going to hit him a little harder. And since he doesn't listen to the podcast, he won't hear me say that. So <laughs> whatever. Um, but I'm particularly really excited. I, I feel like we have more to look forward to than what we're leaving behind because truly, and this is like kind of a serious moment, the past two and a half years that we've owned our house, like it was COVID and then it was more COVID And then it was, you know, post COVID and everything that that means. And then we had like, you know, our own issues individually and, you know, no, no marriage is perfect. I I would never sit here and be like, oh, there's never been a day that we don't look at each other and be like, oh my God, I could not live a day without you. Like, "Mm," you know, (laughs) marriage is a choice and we choose to be married to one another. And some days that choice stares you in the face and other days you barely notice. That's all I'm going to say. And my husband would say the same thing again. I'm I'm not knocking him and he's not going to, he's not knocking me, but like 
He would admit to that. He would probably hate that I said it in public, but whatever. Marriage is hard work. And, you know, you go through life and go through things and things are easier at points than hard and harder at other points. But like, it's difficult for me to pinpoint, at least in our, this last house, like moments and like spans of time. Like I'm talking like weeks to months of uninterrupted. Like we were very happy, you know? And like, while that may sound sad and like, Oh, that sucks. Like, sure. And like, I know things are about growth and change and whatever, but like, I'm ready to move on from that time, you know? And I think that is motivating me to make this move very good and be very happy. I'm really excited. And I think part of the reason I'm so excited is because I'm, we're moving in the fall and like it's colder in Texas. And I, I'm a fall winter girl. I don't know if I expressed that a lot on the pod last year, but I am a fall and winter girly. I like to wear pants and sweatshirts. I like to wear boots and jeans and sweaters and hats. And I like to be cozy. I like to make soup. I want to go on a walk and not sweat to death, you know? And like, I, I, I get to go on fall hot girl walks. That's going to be so fun. And I get to make soups and, my, and, and chilies and for football and it's going to be cold and I'm going to want to eat the chili and I could turn my fireplace on. And like, I've said this before and I will die on this hill. I'm a homebody and we are very lucky to have found a home that we both really love and it's going to be really amazing. And I don't plan on ever leaving. (laughs) And you know, you don't know what life's going to throw at you. So is this our forever home? I have no idea. Um, it's bigger than our last house. It has a much bigger yard. So like there might be a four-legged friend in our future, but this is going to sound bad and it's going to sound like I hate animals. I don't. I was afraid of animals as a kid. My parents got a dog, like a tiny, like Bichon dog. I don't think my, her name is Lizzie. I don't think her dog, my dog was ever like more than 15 pounds. They got this dog so I wouldn't be afraid of animals as an adult, which thank you because like how socially stunted would that have made me, okay? But because I, w- I grew up a little afraid, I don't like die for animals. And I know that sounds hellacious, but it's just my truth, okay? Like I don't look at a dog and be like, oh my God, I have to pet it. I have to touch it. Oh my God, this look at this king of an animal. I know people do and I'm not judging you, but that just is not my nature, I want it to be. I want to be a pet lover. I do. But I just like and and I and I would, but my husband doesn't think I would. My husband is afraid that I won't love the dog. And like this is going to be such a funny thing to say. I have never felt like he understood me more than when he was like I just don't know if you would love it enough. And I'm like, that was my fear too. Like, oh my God, I'm finally being understood because it's true. But then 
now I have to convince him that I would. But like, how do I convince? Like, I would love this animal. Like, how would I convince him without like renting someone's dog? You know. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. <sighs> we'll see. It's a fenced-in yard. It's nice. It's definitely dog friendly. I don't know if the last owners had a dog. We saw a lot of houses that we went looking, so I really don't remember. There was one house that like had dog poop in the yard, but I don't remember if it was this one. <laughs> but that's okay. And those people, if it wasn't that house, like, oh no, is it? Mm, no, it wasn't. I think it was a different house. So we didn't buy that house. So it's okay. So anyway, we might be getting a four-legged friend. I'm going to go on fall hot girl walks and make chili. And my husband has to go to the office to work. Like he's going to get a cubicle. And I told him specifically that I have to pick out the photo of me that he puts in his cubicle. Which like, sure, it's a little selfish to be like, what picture are you putting in there? But also like, you are not allowed. You have no clearance on any decision making because you told people I'm from Kansas. So like, cut it out. I'm making all the decisions and I'm going to look super young and thin and it's they're gonna be like, who is this in this picture? That's not your wife. It it was his wife. <laughs> How long have we been together? We've been married for five years. Mm, seven and a half years. Like, I would much prefer the picture from seven and a half years ago. Like, totally. <sighs> anyway, um, what else do we have going on? Let me tell you what though. Not no pun intended, but like sort of. I had a pit the size of Texas all day long because, like, I have anxiety. This we know, and I was so nervous about closing on our house because, like, our buyer had like really particular questions and really particular, um, not demands, but like we negotiated on a lot of things, and then the hurricane happened, so it was like, oh my god, are we gonna have to renegotiate all this crap? And then he like the day yesterday of final walkthrough he like brought an inspector out and like legally technically he could have pulled out but I was like oh my god like we're moving just buy it and have it be done but like my realtor texted me I got an email like in all capital letters closed congratulations I was like oh my god but then our like money didn't hit right away and I was like oh my god what happened but like someone has to like actively wire the funds. So like, that's what I was waiting for. And then that money hit man and oh baby, we're going shopping. We're buying furniture. We're buying clothes. We're buying the things. We're going to get nice Christmas gifts. We're going to go on a vacation. Just the two of us for New Year's Eve. Like we're fucking doing it, man. And you know what? Good for us. I don't want to hear this like, be frugal, invest your money, save, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we're going to do all that. But also we're going to go on this freaking four-day vacation because we've earned it. That's right. I said it. We've earned it. I'm so excited. I really am excited. I have a lot of trips coming up this fall. You'll hear all about them, I'm sure. And I'll probably fret over all of my outfits. (laughs) for every occasion you know what I was when we were packing I packed I overpacked honestly for the four days we're going to be here until we leave but I didn't know what the movers were going to take and our movers were insane we got a relocation stipend obviously and so we're basically our move is paid for so we we got the service that like the people pack you which like before you were like oh my god you're so bougie like do it yourself 
we're both working full time. And no, <laughs> quite frankly, <laughs> no. Some people don't even get movers to like move their stuff. Like once it's packed, I have a bad back. I have a bad neck. Paul could have a bad back or a bad, like, no, no, th- no, thank you. Like I value my existence. So we didn't do that. But our movers descended on our house and like, it, it was amazing. It was so quick. Everything was labeled and taped and wrapped and like all this. It was amazing. I was like, wow. But then I was looking around for shoes because I had flip-flops on all day. And I was like, wait a second. I am moving to a place where I can't put flip-flops on just because. And I realized that like living in Florida, you have a little bit of like leeway when it comes to clothing and footwear because like everyone defaults to like, oh, we're living at the beach even if you don't live at the beach, but like my like factory reset button needs to be pushed. Cause like I can't revert to wearing flip-flops cause I'm going to freeze to death. I'm going to be that weird girl in flip-flops. So now I have to like program my brain to reach for closed toed shoes, which is something I have not had to do in 10 years, which means I need socks. I'm just saying like, it's just going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Like even if I had a long sleeve shirt on and leggings, I'd still have flip flops on. It's going to be interesting, but it'll be fine. We are shipping our cars on those like car rack carrier things. And the guy showed up and he was like, give me the keys. And he handed me the receipt and that was it. I was like, there's no like me watching you put it on the truck. There's no like me driving it on there. There's no like anything. And he was like, no, I got it. I'll do it. I was like, wow. Cool. This is the best transaction I've ever been a part of. I wish I could be with you all the time, dude. But It's kind of scary. I drove past him like in my rental car, which is like a bright blue, like tiny SUV, like the opposite of what I drive. So I'm like, oh my God, like having to relearn how to drive. Basically, I drove past him. Like, how is he going to get my car on that thing? But I was like, you know what? Just drive away. Just just leave. It's not worth it. It's not worth the anxiety. Like, I'm already worrying about enough. But speaking of this rental car, so here's the thing. I don't drive a rental that often. And when I do, I try very hard to get a German car. And, like, before you call me out for being bougie, I don't give a fuck. I'm paying for it. Or my husband's company's paying for it. And I drive a German car. I like how they handle. Right? The... SUV that was available is truthfully not an SUV. (laughs) It's a hatchback, which fine, fine. I'm grateful, but it's not German and it handles so differently. And like, I almost feel dumb driving this rental car. Like I forgot how to drive because I didn't realize how much muscle memory I had in my car and like the things that my car does for me. Like I have the little things on the um, side mirrors that flash when the, when you can't merge. I don't have that in the rental car. I have heated seats in my car. I don't have that in the rental car. I have, what else? Mm, a better, uh, I have to connect CarPlay with a cord. Like it's 2012. Like, oh my God. So, you know, it's just things. It's just stuff and it's okay. But also, like, my car has a lot of, like, giddy up. Like, I hit the 
accelerator and it like accelerates and this car doesn't <laughs> it like thinks about it for a long time and it's like oh okay well, i guess <laughs> so like i'm just like not used to it and the brake pedal is much what am i trying to say it's more sensitive than mine i guess like i have to push really hard on mine so when i push really hard on this brake pedal it's like, urt, urt, urt. It's like oh my god here's the things i have to complain about anyway i'm i'm truly so excited i can't wait to tell you guys all about texas and our experiences there there are cows and crop silos very close to where i'm living so maybe i'll like do a little like adventure to the cows and i'm i'm just really excited and i appreciate everyone's well wishes because i think it'll be really good for us and if it's not we can always change but yeah i just i don't feel i'm i'm currently feeling energy of like prosperity and opportunity and joy and new beginnings blah 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 blah, blah. you know so that's what it's all about like when my parents moved to asia like that was a big change obviously but they were sad to leave when they left you know so like any trepidation that i feel currently will be mitigated you know eventually oh my gosh okay no this is important i have to fill you in this this is crazy so i talked to my future boss because i already have a job lined up but i'm not i'm not going to start till january so like podcast central until then because i might be a little bored but i would never say that and i would never admit it to my husband ever um I called her just to be like, hello, I didn't blow away from the hurricane. And she was like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And apparently she's going to live or no, no, that's wrong. She lives in the neighborhood next to me in my town. And she was like, just so you know, like we go all out for Halloween. And I'm not the Halloween type of person. Like I like trick-or-treating. I like the costumes, but like the horror guts and gore Halloween, like I have no interest in. So she was like, they bus children in to trick or treat. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, like people travel to our neighborhoods to trick or treat. I have 25 Costco bags of candy. And surely I misheard her. Like, surely I didn't hear her correctly. And I was talking about this with Caitlin because Caitlin was like, 25 seems like a lot. And I was like, um, it seems like it, it, it seems like the Hershey's factory, you know? So I'm going to have to fucking step up my Halloween game. I lived in a neighborhood with 85 year old people. I never had one trick or treater for three years. So now I got to like get all this candy. I have to dress up. Caitlin told me to get a hocus pocus t-shirt, which like smart. She's always thinking that one. She's so smart. And like maybe a witch's hat or like some sort of like fascinator type deal. But like, I'm going to have to like, and our house is on the corner. And I told her that and she was like, oh God, you really, I'm like, I really got to do something because I can't be that lame ass on the corner fucking ruining Halloween. That's terrible. So I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to get like some sort of Halloween shirt, some sort of fascinator and be the very nice candy lady on the corner. Get a Halloween blow up. Paul said I can get a Halloween blow up. That was not my idea. Honestly, completely un. what's that word? Uninfluenced. 
so like I gotta do it but like how many kids are gonna come to my house <laughs> you know <laughs> like my new house that's gonna have boxes they're not gonna come inside obviously but like there's gonna be so much shit I'm going to have to get like Halloween decorations outside and shit. Oh my God. It's going to be, oh my God. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun, like fun, but insane. Uh, But I'm excited. I I think it'll be, maybe my neighbors will be very nice and like, tell me the the scoop, you know, like, Hey, Hey neighbor, two houses down. Tell me this, tell me this Halloween plan. I bet you we're going to get there and like, we're going to see like, an abundance of decorations and we're going to be like, fuck, <laughs> get back in the car. We're going to Home Depot <laughs> to get lawn blowups. <laughs> Cause my husband, he would never admit this, especially on the pod. If, and when he ever comes on, which I hope he will, he does not want to look lame. Like who does? Right. So like if other people have lawn blowups, like we're going to have to get lawn blowups despite if he hates it. Like even if he hates the lawn blowups, we still have to do it. Cause he's not going to, you know, he's not going to turn into Clark Gris- Griswold overnight, but like maybe eventually, maybe like once a year, like each, as each year goes on, like he's going to get a little more into the holiday spirit. I'm excited. I think it'll be great. And maybe I'll make him wear a witch's hat too or something. <laughs> okay. Moving on. I would like to clarify two things from the last episode. The first being, I had a few people reach out to me about how I said, someone asked me why I was moving for my husband's job. Just to clarify, like if I had an opportunity that was as big as this one for him, he would move for my job. I don't know why that was so controversial. (laughs) I guess it seemed a little 1950s housewife to some. But it would be the same if the roles were reversed. However, I have an extremely portable job and that isn't the circumstance. So to all the card carrying feminists out there, like if you want to take my card for a little while and, you know, charge it or something like whatever, but like that's, that's our plan. That's our life. The second thing I would like to clarify is last episode I spoke about how I wasn't going to discuss Kanye and his antics and his tweets that, however, that was before the anti-Semitic comments came out. And while I'm going to continue not to discuss the exact things that he said, I want to make it clear that I do not condone anti-Semitism of any kind, of any type ever. I think it's positively disgusting that anybody does. And I just wanted to make that clarification because I didn't want it to make it seem like I was brushing off his anti-Semitic comments. I was not. They were not uh, announced as a bad word, but they were not out in the open um, at the time of the last recording. So I just wanted to make that clear. So thank you for that. I would also like to say that I saw a few tweets from like other celebrities who were like, this man is mentally ill. We keep calling him a genius, but he needs help. And I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. However, 
I think when you repeatedly call somebody a genius for things that are so egocentric and self-motivating that unfortunately you grow this monster that thinks that they can speak in a certain way. Like if Kanye was not always called this, oh, the genius of our time, he's so brilliant and intelligent and blah, 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 then he wouldn't have this platform, you know? So like, and I'm I'm certainly not saying that his anti-Semitic comments are the world's problem or fault because I'm not, but like when you call somebody a genius, they're going to believe you. So take that for what you will. Anyway, moving on top stories of the week. Um, I would like to remind everyone that the Midnight's album by Taylor Swift comes out on 10-21, which is six more sleeps away, which if you're listening on Saturday, it's only five sleeps. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No. Well, it comes out Thursday at midnight, which is technically Friday. So like only five sleeps. And if you're not listening on Saturday when the episode comes out, like if you wouldn't mind doing that next time. (laughs) How do you expect me to grow if you don't listen to my show? You know? Oh, I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Okay. Moving on, moving on for real. To start off with some sad news that really like guts me is that Robbie Coltrane from Harry Potter died at the age of 72. He played Hagrid and I wasn't like too emotional about this until I saw a post from Emma Watson. And this is what she said. Where is it? Oh my God, this hotel Wi-Fi. She said, his talent was so immense. It made sense that he played a giant. He could fill any space with his brilliance. There was no better Hagrid. You made it a joy to be Hermione. Oh, oh my God. There are also responses from Tom Felton, J.K. Rowling, Matthew Lewis, who is a character. I just don't remember which one. I just, ugh, such a beloved man and such played such a role that was so important to kids. Like, ugh, he will be so missed. He will be so, so missed. Our thoughts and prayers are with his family, obviously, but it just... Ugh. It sucks when we lose a good one, you know? And recently, when they did the Harry Potter 20th reunion, which I think was in the last six months. I don't know. My span of time is terrible. I I want to say he had mentioned that he had been sick, but I don't know if I'm making that up. I'm not sure. But it just, that's awful. That's awful. So our thoughts and prayers are with his family. Okay. Next thing to talk about. Kaylee Cuoco is pregnant, which is so exciting. She's pregnant with her boyfriend. I don't remember his name. His name is Tommy. And this might be surprising. Like not the pregnancy is surprising, but like her boyfriend because she's been married twice before. But I would just like to remind the group because I don't know that I've ever mentioned Kaylee Cuoco on this podcast that her first husband was 
I believe, emotionally abusive, which we don't stand for that around here. And then she married her second husband, whose name is, what was his name? Kyle? No. Uh, something Cook, because it was funny because his name was Cook and her name was Cuoco, which is Cook in Italian. Um, they were married for a little while and went their separate ways last year. And that that is what it is. Divorce is sad, but, you know, they happen. But she seems so happy. She says coming 2023. And then she released a bunch of pictures, like, of her being secretly pregnant, like, on sets and, like, in dressing rooms. I think that's so fun. Like, I love when things are announced and are truly a total surprise. Because that just must be so great. Like, you're happy and joyful, but then, like, you know the world is surprised too. Like, I just think it's so fun. I think it's great. I love Kaylee Cuoco. Like all of her work I watch. I was a huge fan of the Big Bang Theory. I'm a huge fan of the flight attendant. It's amazing. If you read the book, the show kind of veers from the book a little bit. And obviously there's a season two and there was no book too, but it's, oh, it's so good. And she's had a really like illustrious career like you think about she was a teenager on eight simple rules and then she was on the big bang theory for what 11 years and like now she has enough like capital and clout in the industry to like start her own show which she did and she's in movies i just i love her i think she's great and i want her to be happy so i'm hoping this baby makes you happy and i'm hoping that this guy makes you happy and it's like your happy ending i think it's wonderful i love you know i love love you know i really do Speaking of loving love, Claire Crawley from the Bachelor franchise is engaged. And I'm only mentioning this because, like, I feel like she got really fucked around with Dale and, like, that whole shit when, like, they were engaged on the show after, like, three dates and then they broke up and then they got back together and then they were broke up and then they got back together. It's like, oh my God. And, like, all she wants is a love story. But this man proposed at one of those um balloon lantern festivals like if he does not have her number (laughs) like perfection that's so romantic i love it happy for claire happy for her dude you know what mazel tov like this is great i love it i love happy news let's see our next topic oh so Anne Hathaway was recently at a fashion show sitting next to Anna Wintour and she wore an outfit that was very akin to Andy in the Devil Wears Prada the scene where she brings the bag to what's his futz it's the designer Massimo was that his name yeah Massimo Cortellione. Is that his name? Yeah, and then he, she meets the writer dude who was a shithead. You know it. Anyway, it's like she had the bang. She had this like black snakeskin or brown snakeskin bag. She had a, a brown jacket, Lala. But this outfit at this fashion show, she was wearing like a brown alligator outfit and it had bangs. And apparently she put this outfit on and was like, I wonder if anyone's going to notice. And are you serious? If you, who was in this movie almost 20 years ago, remember what you wore, because how many movies and how many things have you worn in your 
years as an actress and you think this kind of looks like Andy, you don't think the fans are going to know? That's just so funny to me. Like, we love you. You're beloved. We love the Devil Wears Prada. And you're sitting next to Anna Wintour. Like, it's iconic. It's so, it's almost like Inception. It's like an iconic moment within an iconic moment. It's iconic. It It's like fashion inception. Fashionception. <laughs> I, I love it. I just, I, are the fans going to notice? Please, please. Like, not that they're all the same people, but like, can we talk about what the fans notice these days? Like, let's talk about what we notice in the Kardashians. What we notice for Taylor Swift. What we notice for, uh, I don't know, name another famous person, whomever. Like, Gigi Hadid. Like, we, we notice everything. We have the tools and the time and the resources to analyze every single thing anyone's ever said or taken a picture of or been in. That's what we do now. We're, we are a civilization of overanalyzers. Welcome to that party. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> uh, the last thing I want to mention is that Khloe Kardashian finally addressed, not finally, she has addressed the bandage she was wearing on her face and it turns out she had a possible cancer removed and I would just like to remind everybody to get your skin checked because it's so important melanoma is the number one killer of women I believe under 40 which is freaky deaky scary and there's no reason not to get your skin checked you go to the dermatologist, you say, I'm here for a full skin exam. Make sure they check between your toes, your hairline, in between your fingers, your fingernails. Don't wear nail polish. Like you, if, and, and I will say, if you are at high risk, like if your family or like a direct um, family member, like sister, mom, brother, whatever, if they have had skin cancer, especially in, in an obscure place, like, like parts of your face, parts of your like perineum, all that, you have to tell your other types of doctors. So like if, if you are at risk for melanoma, you have to tell your OBGYN because you can get melanoma, not from sunlight and you can get it like in your parts. And I know this is like not a medical lesson, but I'm just saying like, it's extremely important. And then who looks between your toes? You have to look everywhere. You have to look everywhere. Like you can even get it. Like you can get melanoma of the tongue, like on your mouth, like in your throat, in your eye, you can get melanoma in your eye. You have to go to the eye doctor. In fact, I just went to the eye doctor and it was a pleasant as fuck experience. I love it there. They give me fresh contacts for free. <laughs> And they, they do that thing where they, they blow the air into your eyeball, which like, ugh, hate. I told myself that I was going to be brave and I was going to do it and I wasn't going to jump back in my seat, but like that did not happen. I did jump back in my seat, <sighs> but I realized my contact prescription to, no, hang on. I have to buffer. I realized that my contact prescription had expired while I was packing my house and I was like, mm. I better get that taken care of before my insurance runs out. <laughs> but it's fine. It's totally fine. Anyway, get your eyes checked. Get your skin checked. 
we'll also we have to check hmm. our mental health. Are we, oh, are we okay? Do we need to go on a walk? Have a, have a nice coffee? I'm just saying. Like, we got to check everything. Are we sleeping? Are we drinking water? Are we taking our vitamins? Probiotics. Um, fish oil. Like, are we doing all the things? It's about to be wintered. Are we taking our vitamin D? Are we getting a Himalayan salt lamp for our ions? Like, are we doing all those things too? Are we stretching? Oh, stretching. You know, my dad used to stretch a lot in public and I always thought it was so embarrassing. And then I turned 25 and like everything started to hurt. And I was like, mm, I get why he stretches. <laughs> so now we stretch together in public. <laughs> oh, man, he doesn't listen to the show either. So maybe my mom will tell him I said that. He'll think it's funny. Anyway, that's it for me today. Next week, I hopefully will have Wi-Fi. Um, by Thursday to record. And if not, I will let you know on the gram. Thank you so much for listening to Weekly Kate, spending a moment of your week with me. Um, save the show, follow the show, subscribe, share. I think I'm going to start a new thing. If you share me on your Instagram stories, I will obviously reshare. But then like, I'm thinking about like a little giveaway situation. So if you'd be interested in that, Show me that by sharing the show in your stories. <laughs> and then maybe I'll give you something. Put you in a raffle. Maybe like a Halloween themed raffle. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. And as always, have a good week. Bye. Bye.